transforming care through genomic medicine, personalized therapeutics, health services and outcomes research, and innovations in healthcare delivery. We're Children's Mercy Kansas City, presenting our audio interview series, Transformational Pediatrics, with host Dr. Michael Smith. So our topic today is fetal surgery interventions, hope, hype, and the future. My guest is Dr. Emmanuel Mike Vlastos. Dr. Vlastos is a maternal fetal medicine specialist and fetal surgeon. Dr. Vlastos, or as, as, as your patients know you as Dr. Mike, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk with you. Awesome. So let's, let's just start with this. So I, I, I think it's safe to say that most physicians, most healthcare practitioners, you know, even for us, when we think of fetal surgery, it seems so science fiction, right? It seems so sci-fi. So tell us a little bit of the history of fetal surgery, how long it's actually been going on, where we are currently, and where you think this specialty is headed. I appreciate that, Mike. So kind of flipping back in the textbooks, way back in 1954, a gynecologist actually put a very large laparoscope into the uterus to check out a baby who they thought had a problem. This was kind of mind-boggling to me because I had no clue until kind of looking backwards into the history of this. A debate raged in the 70s to say, should we continue using a scope to check out the baby or should we use this new emerging technology called ultrasound? Ultimately, at the time, ultrasound won out uh, because of its non-invasive nature. However, because of ultrasound's ability to see into the womb and to note that there were fetal problems, then folks, physicians in general, started saying, is there any possibility of getting back into the womb to actually perform a procedure, a surgery, on a fetus? That question was asked in many ways by different groups, but there was a pediatric surgeon uh, still uh, at the University of California, San Francisco, named Michael Harrison, who first in the mid-70s placed tubes in a baby's kidneys who was unable to urinate to try to help that baby survive in utero. Uh, Unfortunately, that baby was lost several days after. However, the paradigm had been shifted so that people started thinking, maybe we could get back in there. And that's where many different nidises around America and outside of America, in Europe, Australia, New Zealand, started to take a look at actually going into the uterus, into the bag of water, and performing surgeries on fetuses to try to help them have a better start at the time of birth. Right. So currently, where do we stand, Dr. Blasos? Where, like, what are the current procedures that are commonly performed uh, at hospitals throughout the United States? Sure. There's probably around 25, 26 fetal centers that do interventions. They fall into two basic categories, minimally invasive and open procedures. The minimally invasive are predicated on using a two to three millimeter scope to look in the uterus at a fetus and to perform surgery, often laser-based. The second is open procedures, and that is similar to performing a cesarean section. However, rather than delivering the fetus or the baby, the baby is rotated to expose that part that needs to have surgery. That might be a mass in the chest, but most commonly open fetal repair is done for spina bifida. So those babies with known spina bifida then have repair as a 
fetus, the uterus is closed and the pregnancy is promoted until around 37 weeks for delivery. Yeah, you know, let's talk a little bit then. It, it, so there, there, so you said about 25 procedures, correct, or so, uh, are, where currently, are currently being performed. Where, where do you see this going? I mean, what, what, what is it going to take to get us to, like, that next step? Um, what technology do you foresee coming down the line? And where do you see, really, the, the specialty of fetal medicine going? Uh, probably twofold again, Mike. Uh, one of them will literally be doing operations. So as time has moved forward, the technique on being able to open the uterus, secure the bag of water, perform a surgery, replace the babe, close the bag of water, close the uterus, that has been refined to where we can usually buy 7 to 10 weeks after a surgery. So I feel in this realm, we will do better at being able to monitor the fetal patient during procedures and be able to do more invasive procedures for some of the congenital problems that a fetus may have. The second, which is really going into that scientific mind-boggling component, is that of the potential of gene therapy. A quick example would be found on a fetus that we know has sickle cell disease. There is the potential of introducing the normal gene for the hemoglobin molecule, into a fetus, and that fetus accepting it because they haven't developed their immune system to the point that that baby now makes normal hemoglobin. I use that as simply one example of how understanding the genetics may allow us to change the path of a fetus who becomes a newborn, who becomes a child, then an adult. Right. That's pretty amazing when you really think about that. You know, the genetic therapies, and when we were in medical school, Dr. Mike, were just, you know, things of far future stuff, and it's really uh, right around the corner, and we've even seen some procedures happen just in the past couple of years. So that's fascinating to me. Uh, Tell us a little bit, though, about the Fetal Health Center at Children's Mercy. How many patients do you see? How many many, um, surgical procedures are you guys performing? Absolutely. The center started about six years ago, and unique to the Fetal Health Center is its position actually within Children's Mercy Hospital. So here we have uh, two operating rooms and uh, four labor and delivery suites to where moms with special kids can literally be delivered and cared for here throughout the postpartum period that close to their newborn. Uh, Since arriving in September... Uh, We have performed two spina bifida repairs here and numerous fetoscopic procedures using that very small laparoscope inside the uterus. So their delivery numbers are now above 860 uh, since the center opened, and we're moving into the fetal therapy and fetal surgery component and hoping to just watch that expand with time. Well, Dr. Vlasos, what what an amazing field that you are in, and I want to thank you for the work that you're doing at the Center at Children's Mercy, and also thank you for coming on the show today. You're listening to Transformational Pediatrics of Children's Mercy, Kansas City. For more information, you can go to childrensmercy.org. That's childrensmercy.org. I'm Dr. Mike Smith. Thanks for listening.